I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and I have Adam and Heather with me. And um, a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you guys before we get into tonight's discussion. And first, thank you both for the time that you guys are taking to do this. Absolutely. Definitely changing lives. Thank you for having us. Yeah, and I did want to share with you as of Tuesday morning, I think it was Tuesday morning, your last podcast, even though, like I said, last year, <laughs> so that was a while ago, still fourth most listened to content on our website over the last 30 days, mm. even though that was in, was that early December? Yeah. 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 So it was almost two months ago, and within the last 30 days, people are still like interested in what you have to share and hearing from both of you. Um, mm. So before we get into the topic that you guys wanted to share... Um, I just have a question, and maybe people might be interested. How do you guys prepare for the lessons that you do each week? Like, do you read through them? Do you read through them separately together? What, what's your preparation process like? Well, usually um, what we do, we've, you know, we're currently working on step two, um, which is came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us back to sanity. And um, there's, in the workbook, there are questions. And it's all broken down into sections. This week coming up, it's going to be about faith. And mm. those are what the questions mm. are going to be based on. Absolutely. And in the workbook, um, there's always a little paragraph, and then the questions follow it. In our recovery Bible, there's a summary page that we generally read. And this week, we're doing Hebrews chapter 11 verses 1 through 10 and um, what we do is like we will go through Adam and I will sit at the table usually Wednesday nights and we will go into the summary page um, which in this one it is called hope and faith and what it is it tells you the title that we're going to be working on out of the workbook and then it tells you the Bible verse, Hebrews 11, 1 through 10. Um, him and I will read the Bible verse, the whole thing through and through. We highlight, we take notes, and then um, we read the summary page. And usually what we do for Bible study, the group of us, we read the summary out loud together. We discuss it, and then we give them the option, do you want to read further into the Bible verse here or by yourself to get out what you want and then we generally answer the questions him and I do are separately like tonight we won't I won't know what Adam's question answers are until tonight when we're in the group setting okay so can I can I throw something out at you guys yes can we walk through right now as if we were having the group right now sure like sure. start to Absolutely. finish what would it look like that way those folks who don't come might hear it right and be like oh, i thought it was like they were going to quiz me about the bible or this that or the other but they'll <clears throat> have a better idea of oh that's what they do and they'll you know they might be more open to come and attend and all yeah. that oh yeah looking for would, my bottle of water <laughs> we would be more than willing to walk them through it okay uh, all right you know all right uh, so first thing that happens people walk in and you guys do what 
you say uh, we we greet them with a handshake, a hug, and, and if you're not that type of person, then you know we just say hello. But you know it's a more intimate setting here. <coughs> like everybody Excuse knows me. everybody, and you know it's nothing for everybody <coughs> to shake hands and hug. You know that's just that's just how we are. I'm a hugger. And if there's somebody that's new coming in, we welcome you. Usually we drop we forgot snacks tonight. Sorry. We always say well, there's coffee, you know. It, would you like to? Would you like a workbook? Would you like one of our Bibles? This is the materials. And a lot of times they're like, well, how, we don't have any money. We just want you to hear about Jesus and recovery. Please take one. Okay. And we let them sit down and get comfortable. Now, is there a time of like, you know, hey, I'm Floyd. Hey, I'm this. Just letting everybody. We kind do, of yeah. Social yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like usually we have it at least like we walk, we open the meeting with the Serenity Prayer, and then um, the steps. The, we read the twelve steps, which we have hands out handouts for those that mm-hmm. we give out. They're also in our life recovery book, workbook, and stuff. And then we go around like, hi, like I introduce myself. Hi, I'm Heather. I'm an alcoholic on a journey to get closer to the God of my understanding. You know, somebody can introduce themselves as I'm just here. I want to hear about Jesus and my life is a mess. Welcome. You're in the right place. Right. You know, absolutely. Um, So after we do that, um, Adam or I, whoever's chairing, will say, you know, tonight we're going to be reading out of our life recovery Bible Hebrews 11, um, verses 1 through 10. Um, we're going to read the summary part, which is on page 1589 in the Life Recovery Bible. And then we ask somebody who, who feels like they want to read. You know, we don't force anybody. It's very laid back because, you know, we don't want anybody to have thoughts about Oh, well, they're making me read. I know. Yeah. I'm not ready for this. Some people yeah. can't you know? read, you know, and we don't want to f- have anybody felt on the spot. Right. Okay. So anybody who's, or is there anyone who's willing to, to read? Correct. Right. And then we'll Correct. say we're going to start with the summary, which is the hope and faith. Um, and then Adam or I or whoever would like to read it, you know, right. and then we would read this out loud. So can you read it out loud to give them a... Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Walk right through it. So, hope and faith. Um, We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step two is often referred to as the hope step in coming to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. We will remember what it was like to live sanely and have faith to hope that sanity can return. Faith shows the reality of what we people, of what we hope it is, exists evidence of things we cannot see. And that starts us in Hebrews 11, verse 1. How can we be confident that something we want is going to happen, especially if all of our hopes have been dashed? How can we risk believing that the life we hope for is waiting for us around the bend? The Bible tells us, The key is in the nature of a higher power. We look to. We are told that anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. That's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. If we see God as one who is reaching out to help us, we will be more eager to look for him. 
If our faith has not matured to that point yet, we can just ask for help. One man came to Jesus asking him to help his young son who was afflicted by a demon. He said to Jesus, have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Now this other small, um, the rest of the paragraph is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 9, verses 22 through 24. We can start by asking God to help us have more faith. Then we can ask him for our courage to hope for a better future. Then some, um, it'll tell you to turn to page 203, Numbers chapter 23, to get more in-depth to the summary. So once we read that, we open the discussion up. If anybody would like to read it, share on what we just read, or we go back through the Bible verse and read it and dissect it. Okay. Is there usually a lot of, because um, not everyone is like, Bible versed right. and, and like, oh, what is that? Is there usually a, more questions about the Bible aspect or more questions about uh, the any other aspect? Um, usually from the book, our workbook that we use, the questions are for like all areas of your life and they relate it back to the Bible summary verses. You know, uh, like, so like so what are some of the questions like that tonight, you guys are going to do tonight? Number one, am I becoming able to believe that God can help me to live sanely and how? Sanely and what? And, and how, how does he help and you to do it? Yeah. Okay. And then I just put um, No, no, no. Don't show oh, your oh, Okay. Then then it w- then he he'd be like, Yeah, I heard that a few minutes ago later on when you share it. Oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah, okay. Right. Right. So um, that's a good question. Am yeah. I becoming able to believe that what is it? God is God. Am I becoming able to believe that God can help me to live sanely? Yes. That's a good question. Especially that, in this world. And yeah. that can um, in my opinion. That doesn't necessarily have to be related to scripture. Your yeah. answers. It could be it could be related to everyday life. Many things, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm I'm not going to give my answer away, <laughs> but I, I just want to say that when I was living in alcoholism and addiction, I absolutely was not thinking sanely at all. At mm-hmm. all, you know. That's a good perspective. I, w- I was running on self-will. Mm-hmm. I want, I want, I want, I, I, I. You know, we've, I mean, I've learned in the room, I'm sure everybody has heard it once or twice in their life, the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. You do the same thing over and over again, and you expect a different result. Mm. You know, I did the same drinking pattern over and over again. Maybe tonight I'll go to a different bar. But it was still the same thing. And and I always thought, well, tonight's going to end differently. Tonight I'm not going to end up in somebody else's house. Tonight I'm not going to end up in the back of a cop car. Tonight I'm not going to go home broke. Tonight I'm going to drink wine instead of Jack Daniels. Right. Tonight I'm going to have only one beer because if I have two, I get crazy. But, so it's um, really, really fleshing out, you know, 
the insanity, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but the insanity of mm-hmm. living that lifestyle, hurting yourself, hurting others, or whatever. Uh, and the question, is that really something God can help me with? That takes a whole lot of faith to think that God can help someone in that particular right. situation. Right. So what's the second question? Number two, can I now believe that as I reach out for God's strength and surrender to him, God's nature is to be present and ready to help and support sane choices? Why or why not do you feel that way? So that's really pushing a person to look at and ask, is God going to help the choices that I'm making now right. versus, right. Yep. yeah, that's, again, good, good discussions. And that's, that's faith. That's you know, that jumping you, out on faith. Yeah, you've really got to dig in and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it digs in and goes, dives deeper into, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I believe that. Why do you believe that? Hmm. Give me, give me, give me, give me an item to believe, or write down an item that uh, you know shows me that you can believe. All right. So I had to, I had to grab a oh. Bible. I was like, I don't have a Bible. Oh, we're, in a, sorry. we're in a church. I'm trying to, I'm and, trying to share it. Oh no, 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 I was like, we're in a church, and there wasn't a Bible sitting like every three feet. Um, one of the reasons I'm, I'm gonna. Some people may turn this off now because I'm going to go a little bit pastoral on it. One of the reasons why I love Hebrews chapter 11 uh-huh. is because from the very first verse it says, faith is being sure of what we hope for mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. certain of what we do not see. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people think, well, you know, your faith in God is based on, you know, magic, miracles, falsehood, da, da, da. No, it's, it's being sure of what we hope for. But there's a certainty to our faith. We are 100% certain, even though we didn't see it, that George Washington was first president of the United States, even though there's a conspiracy theory that says he was the 30th and they were like okay. however many before him. I don't even know how to talk to those people. Whole different conversation, no disrespect to them, you know, but <laughs> our faith is based on that same certainty that he was the first president, Our same, the same certainty that God exists, uh, that he sent his son to pay the penalty and die for our sins, and that when we can come to him, that he will help us, uh, even when we've been in those dark places, Mm -hmm. uh, even if we somehow regress to those dark places, he'll definitely help us move forward into the light. Um, And he even equates it to, and I love this, instead of George Washington, verse 3, it says, by faith... We understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And again, people say that's ridiculous. But this was written hundreds or thousands of years before scientists came to the conclusion that the universe was made out of nothing that exists in this universe. None None of the stuff that exists here was here before until the universe came into existence. So again... Science, theology, all messed up. Didn't want to go all pastoral, but this is why I love Hebrews chapter 11. So if you're looking for a chapter about faith or a discussion about faith, and then it lists all these Old Testament people who put their faith in God, and they looked forward to what Jesus would do on the cross, even though they didn't know exactly what that would look like, Mm -hmm. the same way we look back to what he did on the cross 2,000 years ago, even though we weren't there to see it. And we were all putting our faith in the same thing that God would do to restore 
humanity. This is why I love this chapter, and I love that you guys are talking about it tonight, and I'm so sorry I went off on a tangent. So what, ha- no, 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 what no. happens next? After, okay. after you guys finish the discussion and the questions, what, what happens then? Um, if time depending, I like tonight, um, we'll be, this will be the end of step two. So tonight, if there's time left at the end of um, our small group, we'll go ahead and we'll start to read the profile in the workbook on page 21 for step three. And then this will kind of tell you, it's a little story about Jay. Um, I started to read a little bit of it this today. Um, he didn't understand why his life had to be so difficult. He had problem with constant rage and anger. He was always upset and off balance. And, and you know, the one paragraph in here, he said, Jay sought God's guidance through a trusted person and began a process of recovery. Mm. You know, that was powerful for me, you know, um, because, up, you know, when you read this, anger had became his way of life, a way to show power, a way to feel intense without intimacy. I can relate to that, you know. Yeah. I think every all of us can. But I love how, like, at the end here, it just says, just, you know, something is so simple. Jay sought God's guidance through a trusted person and began a process of recovery. Yeah, you I know. love that they acknowledge it's a process. It's it not, is. It is. Hey, I did this and boom. Now, now it's it's a process, step by step, right. and and it goes back to that making small decisions to move forward in that process. Right. So. And then what we'll do is we'll let everybody yeah. say, hey, we're gonna be starting um, step three next week. Um, we suggest nothing. We we do not give homework no. we no do demands. not no demands no. You, you know you don't even have to take the bible home if you don't want to so if they come each mm-hmm. week not having read and prepared they can still participate absolutely mm-hmm. okay. absolutely and, and then we'll just tell them like next week's um we're going to learn about trusting god bible book of the bible numbers chapter 23 verses 18 through 24 and the questions in the workbook start on page 25 and that's so let me ask you guys a question. Sure. Uh, you're sitting around a table with four, five, six, seven, however many people right. or tables. <laughs> um, you guys ask the question, and no one says, or you read the, you know, the question. No one says anything. Hmm. Do you guys just say okay? No one wants to share. That's okay, and move on. Or do you come up with some other things that might inspire people to talk? Or here's my answer. And you know, get them started talking. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes you got to be the icebreaker. Yeah. You know. And we've always told everybody, um, if you're not comfortable answering these questions in a group setting, feel free to share what you're feeling today or tonight. You know. And if you want to talk about it later privately. on privately, we're willing to talk with you privately. Because you know? a couple weeks ago we had um, trauma. Yeah. And like, um, I'm a survivor of domestic violence from my ex-husbands. You know, I, I'm a survivor. I lived through it, and I feel that's a part of my story that I can share with somebody that might be in that situation. You know, but there was some stuff that happened. Yeah in my first marriage that I was not comfortable sharing 
with a group of people, you know. But I can share, you know, and there's another woman that comes, you know, she was going through some stuff too. And, you know, and, and I know her very well. And I had pulled her aside. I said, you know, tonight's on trauma, you know, and you don't have to feel. And she sat at that table and she said, God got me. And she just let it out. And, it, you know, and I think a lot of the people that come to this, we have made them feel you're coming home. And what? You, and then, like, at the end of the meeting, we, we close with the Lord's Prayer, and we always say, what you hear, hear, and see here stays here. Amen. Let me share this. I think it is, um, I think the curriculum's good. I, you know, I think everything that's done here is good, but I think the difference is in the way that you guys handle it, because not every person would take the time to care that much to say, hey, just so you know, I, I know your story, and here's what's coming up because I don't want you to be caught off sure. guard right. uh, or whatever. We don't want anybody to walk in here feeling that they were trapped, that they were put on the spot because, like, hmm. you know, right. a lot of these, some people are going to walk through this door that have never been to a church. Yeah. And we don't want them to be like, oh, my God, I got to tell them about. Yeah, we want it to be inviting. We just mm -hmm. want to wrap our arms around them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We want them to be, hey, you know what? This is not so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. Maybe, maybe I'll come back next week. Mm -hmm. You know. And, and I think important too is like a lot of now, like I'm from my own experience. I was raised strict Presbyterian. My God was a punishing God. Mm. You know, like. If on Sunday morning, if you didn't make your bed and read five Bible verses before you went to church, God sat up in heaven with his little notebook and you got a red line beside your name. You know, I want people that walk into here, Jesus and God are my friends. Let me introduce you to them. Okay, so that um, strikes a chord with me. <laughs> Just because, um, how can I say this? Yeah, God is a God of judgment and wrath. That's coming later. <laughs> but he also sent his son to die for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to Amen. take on that punishment, the judgment yeah. that we deserve. He literally said, I don't want you to have to experience that, so I'll give it to my son instead. He so, spilled his blood for us. Yeah. When I hear stories of, and, I, and, and I'm not, nothing, you know, negative against Presbyterian, Methodist, right, any right. denomination, but when I hear, because it's not necessarily denominational, it's pastors mm -hmm. who don't know the Bible. And when I hear them twist and manipulate and change the God of the Bible into, you know, a punishing God, or this God, or that God, or that God, or even the ones who say he's just a God of love, uh, he's never going to do anything bad to you. That's not necessarily true. Right. Just like we discipline our children, he disciplines us. So when I hear people twist and change him into something he's not, it, it, it breaks my heart. It makes me a little bit angry, too, especially if it's coming from pastors who are supposed to know this and, and, and are supposed to share the truth of who God is to people so that they don't have this He's going to punish me. He's going to spank me. He's going to abuse me if I don't do this right perspective of God. 
Um, so yeah, sorry, another rant, but that's just I. Nope, you're, you're right I, I feel really strongly about people who do that because it ends up with people like that who are like, I want nothing to do with that God. If that's what your God right. is like, correct. And I, I drank on that. That fueled correct. a lot of my alcoholism. Because when I was told growing up, you can go talk to your pastor. I went to my pastor in the when I was in my addiction, and he said, "Grow up, stop drinking, and move on with your life." Like, no help, you know, and he said, and, and God doesn't like your behaviors. So that was a bit, so I was like, why, you know, why, why continue to go, let me just enjoy the ride, because right. I'm already in trouble. My story's a little different than hers, <laughs> but, you know. It, Feel free if you want to drop that on the Sunday you're sharing. You can, Is that you can okay? Yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Go full throttle. Go it, it kind of ties in because I was raised Roman Catholic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where I went to school and what they taught us was not necessarily all good. It mm-hmm. was... Uh, it was He's a judgmental God. He, he, he is a God who will bring down wrath upon you, you know, if you do this, 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 whatever, you know. And personally, I was like, well, you know, I already, I already screwed up. Right. Might as well enjoy Might the ride. Might as well enjoy the ride while I'm going to hell. And that's not how it is at all. Not at all. You know. It made me. It made me step back. It made me step back from the Roman Catholic denomination, and was like, "Well, if that's if that's really how it is, I I really don't want anything to do with it because, okay, I messed up. I screwed up already, and I'm I'm so young, you know. Mm. I you know I was yeah. You know I. It kind of put a wedge there that didn't need to be there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, during my alcoholism and drug abuse, I did not have a God. I did not have faith. I didn't have any of that, you know. My my drug, my, my alcohol, they were my God, mm-hmm. you know, because I had an empty hole in my chest, and that's what I filled it with. Nowadays, this is what I'm filling it with, and there's no better feeling. With the Word of God and His people and sharing that with others. Sorry, and again, nothing bad about the Catholic Church either. Every denomination has their issues, because they're filled with people, and people suck sometimes. (laughs) That's just the way the world is. But again, it's just the, the, the lack of presenting the truth of who God is in order to present this denominational picture that they want to represent. And that just breaks my heart. Um, so I have a question for you guys based on that. And then we will, yeah, we'll start to wind down. Would you guys ask your people over, uh, members of your small group, over the next couple of weeks or however long, if they have, any questions about God? Because I'm sure if you guys have misperceptions about sure. God, they probably do too. 
Um, and if they don't want to share, that's fine. And then I would be willing to answer those, like, you guys collect them, mm-hmm. and then pick a time, and or you don't even have to collect them. Well, collect them, because some people may feel <laughs> uncomfortable asking them to a person or right. saying blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so you guys collect them, and then I would be okay. We could actually do it on the podcast and in person and just answer all their questions. Um, not in a, hey, let's stump the pastor type way. <laughs> but in a, is he really this? Did he really do that? I mean, is he really going to do this to me? Or, or, you know, that type of thing. Because sure. Sure. it breaks my heart when people don't have a realistic understanding and perception of who God is, especially in situations like this, where, like you said, um, through faith, he really can help them. Absolutely. Um, in their current situation. So, um, yeah, anything that we can do to help correct those misperceptions. Uh, and again, it's never about, yeah, and then they'll come on Sunday. Never yeah. about that. If they never show up on a Sunday, that's fine. It's more about giving them the correct understanding of who God is. Because with a correct understanding, then you're a few steps ahead and walking through the rest of this instead of trying to overcome all the false and misperceptions right. that they have. Um, now they it may even be more willing to come and to hear and to share. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think about that. As always, take some time. Definitely. Pray on it. And uh, I know, you may throw it out there and no one may bite. They No, don't even want to do that. Let's move on to, you know, back to what we're doing now. So, uh, But I just want to present it as an option for people because um, I think a lot of people have false perceptions and misperceptions. And I even get people that get mad at me. I just had a conversation with someone today because they had a false perception. And and they were like, does that make me not a Christian because I don't believe this? It's like, no, it doesn't mean you're not a Christian. It just means you don't fully understand who God is. And someone called me judgmental and arrogant for telling them they don't fully understand who God is. And I was like, so I'm arrogant, but you're judging me and calling me arrogant. (laughs) For telling them that, yeah, they're a Christian, but they just don't fully understand who God is. But in any case, um, just open to doing that. There's uh, another organization uh, outside here with some people who had some questions. And someone was like, hey, if I collect all these questions, will you answer the questions for me? Like, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I make hundreds of videos doing anyway. So, (laughs) yeah, uh, absolutely. So let me know if that works for you guys. Um, Sounds good to me. All right, so after the discussion and after everyone's shared, then what, what happens next? Um, if there's time, we fellowship, just talk about our week, how everybody's do. You know, we tell them what the next week's lesson's sure, going to sure. be. Yeah. And then we hang out, put the tables back, clean up. I mean, we're never out of here on time, you know. Because yeah, okay. the running joke that we have in AA, some of the meetings we've gone to, the best meeting is before and after the meeting. Those are your best meetings. That was actually uh, back in my corporate life and in my military life. The uh, best really? meeting was before or and after, after the meeting. meeting. When you yeah. hang out with people, socialize with right. people. And then when you have to sit down the business, it's not with you know, right. people who are all in different right. positions. You right. just socialize right. and all right. that stuff. I so. think for me, you know, doing this, it's a godsend and a blessing and you know i sometimes struggle 
because I don't know the Word of God like a pastor does. I, I, I had to get Bible taps because I, I can't find pages, you know. That's and, of, I always go, always, even though some I know really good, I go to the table of contents because that's what it's there for. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I yeah. always tell people, hey, if you're looking for, <laughs> turn to the table of contents or here's the page number if right. you're using our Bibles. Right. And there's no shame in that because the more you keep seeing table of contents, that's the, how you get more familiar with it. And yeah. I just, it's, it's an honor to do this because like I was that person that came in to recovery that I believed in something but I couldn't say God because I was living in the addiction, living that lifestyle and mm. told all those years, God doesn't love you anymore. God's mad at you. God is this. So I came in here as, and this is probably for future, I was considered myself an agnostic, you know. Mm. Um, but then one of the things about recovery that I love you get to pick the God how you understand. It's the God of your understanding. And I always tell new people, whether it's here at Bible study or one of the meetings, let me introduce you to my Jesus and my God. You know? Mm -hmm. And I don't care how you understand him as long as you have, like, use the correct information on yeah. how to understand. And another thing, I personally, I don't want it to be all about these books I I want it I want it to be fellowship before and after yeah. to make people just feel comfortable to get to know people to get to know one another you know I I think I think that's a big part of it too you know yeah um, I had somebody ask me a question it was like hey oh, I, they actually said they stopped going to not like this but a Bible study because they would ask questions and then that would cause, you know, people to start talking or whatever. And they got kicked out of the Bible study. And I'm like, I, I think the way Bible study works is it's more about the interactions. Yes, about the Bible. But like when we do ours, if people start asking questions, I'll let the questions go. Like, has everybody got their questions answered? Are there more questions? There's more questions, then we'll, if we only get through a tenth of what I right. wanted to get through that right. night, but people walked away with their questions. Now, it's different if they're talking about, yeah, I was at the fishing hole, and you know what I mean? Those are okay, but you try to limit those side ones. Sure. But if they're yeah. asking questions mm -hmm. to better understand and to engage in whatever, yeah, let's, let's keep going down that because I want you to, I don't want to walk away saying, I got through the content I was supposed to get no. through. I want to walk away saying, you got a better understanding of what we were trying to talk yeah, about. There was one week right. we didn't even get through. There was four or five questions and we only got one answered because we all had something vital to share on that one. And, and it related like what he said related to Joe, what Joe said related to, yeah. you know, and I'm using fictitious names, you know, and then Molly had some, it just, and it was like, it was 20 to 9 that night and yeah. we were like oh yeah. we're sorry Absolutely. and everybody was like do you mind if we stay a little bit longer you know for the meeting after the meeting yeah it know? was just yeah. yeah so i i like that you said it's it's it is about the information and the content 
but without the people, the information and content is useless. useless. So right. it's about engaging Correct. with the people, right. um, spending time together, building the trust and building the relationships. Yeah. And and doing yes. it outside of these walls. Yes. Like yeah. you always say, be the church when you're out there, you know. You can sit in an AA meeting, you can know the twelve steps, you can know the big book, you can go to twelve meetings a day, but the way you're living it, you're not representing recovery. Yeah. yeah. All right, so any 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 final thoughts after uh, that? And uh, I hope you got a little bit of a better understanding of how our meetings are run and, yeah. and what we are doing. And I would like to invite you anytime to please come down. And I always say, yeah, I will. <laughs> but again, I'm, I will, my wife will tell you, I'm out like a light by like 8 o'clock. I am like done. Um, so, but I will try, try to. If we have food, down. will you come? Um, I know you guys, when you guys had the AA meetings here, you yeah. guys had food and you yeah. invited me and I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to make it and I wouldn't come. Yeah. And that was on Wednesday night. Well, we had Bible no study, study and yeah. when we didn't have Bible right. study, I was out like a <laughs> <laughs> I am not ashamed either. Right. I am not ashamed. I think my wife was like, oh, a new record. You were out by 710 last night instead of like eight or nine o'clock. Not ashamed at all. Right. I'm okay. I slept good. <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, uh, nice. but I will. I definitely want to come, and especially not just. And I, I don't want you guys to think that this was about. Hey, let's. Uh, what's the word? Critique how you do or what you do. It wasn't. It was so that those people who listen but don't come have a better understanding of what it's like to walk in the doors sure. and experience it. Right. And those who may have been thinking about it, hearing the level of comfort and the level of personal engagement may make someone say, oh, yeah, I think I will actually try it this week. And, too, going over it, like I posted on Facebook, like what, what we'll be doing and what we're learning, you know, too, because, like, if people at home have the green life recovery Bible and workbook, the green one, they can follow along at home if they're more comfortable, you know, and they can do it and, you know, eventually we'd like to get a Facebook page up. Yeah. So we can Absolutely. have comments yeah. and interaction yep. on that. Well, do you want a page or a group? Because on a on a page, it's not as interactive. It's more well, of you guys just posting, posting. Do you guys want a group? Yeah. Um, you can take over the one, what's it called? One day. One day recovery. Yeah, because there's no sense in creating another group that does the same thing. Direct your people to that group. Post information and stuff in there. Okay. It's already there. I don't know how many of those people are local. I think a lot. Yeah. So, plus they'll be hearing and... Right. That's where I post a lot there. I post on Crossroads website, you know, and I yeah. do it on my page. So we can, um, and you guys, as always, take a couple days, pray about it. Mm -hmm. We can change the name of the one-day group to Recovery Coffee and Jesus. But pray about it. Okay. Because you guys may be like, no, nah, that's already established. We want to start our new thing, which we can do also. That's okay. easy. You can start a new group. Um, when I say we, I mean you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start a new group. <laughs> we. <laughs> do whatever. Um, and it might be better because I think the one-day group is kind of by association associated with the church. Right. Which may give some people True. hesitancy. Right. Like what we're talking about. They're like, sure. oh, I don't really trust the church or whatever. 
Uh, if you start a separate one, it would be just you guys. Right. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. Recovery really Coffee and Jesus, not associated with the church. No one can feel like, oh, this is just another trying right. to get me in the church type thing. Right. Because a lot of people feel like that. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to get me going to church. Yeah, they right. just want my money or whatever. Right, right. So this could be a, your own separate right. thing. So pray about it. Okay. Either one of those options are sure. open and available. Sure. Thank you. Whatever's going to help you guys engage with people mm-hmm. more, especially with, like, could you not? I was this close to texting you guys and saying we're going to have to cancel tonight because uh, I, I just got to the store. They didn't have any more fuses for the heater. I called Kevin because when we were here, he's like, I think I got a couple at home because they bought them extra just yeah. in case. And I was like, hey, can you go down and put it in? If not, I'm going to have to have them cancel. Yeah. Because even though it was 50 out right now, it's probably like uh, it's dropping on like 45. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and he didn't answer. <laughs> and oh, then he, he finally answered and says, I thought I had some, but I don't have any. Kevin. I was like, are you serious? He's like, check Lowe's. <laughs> so I started to go back to Lowe's, realized my tire was flat. <laughs> Had to pump it up with fix-a-flat, which I normally hate, but I was like, I don't have time to change the spare or do anything. Pump it up with fix-a-flat, put some air in it. Had to go pick up dinner for Christy because she's on call. Oh, jeez. Got that. Ran to Lowe's. And they had it. But instead of $20 a fuse, it was $40 a fuse. This was just from last year. Last Uh, year was 20. This year was 40. I'm like, this is highway robbery. But we need need, it. I need to move to another economy. But I was like, okay, great. At least you guys don't have to cancel tonight (laughs) because there's no heat in the building. Because my goal sometime eventually is to do it that, like, if we have to cancel because of bad weather one of us is like not feeling well that we can still do it via facebook or via whatever you know um there's a couple of options for that and i know we're still recording but this is relevant (laughs) a couple of options for that you could do it via facebook where you guys just live stream it and people can just comment right or most people have zoom now because Mm of uh yeah yeah so we could get you a Zoom account because the free ones only let you go 40 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the church can get you a Zoom account. Um, maybe it costs like 100 something a year or whatever. But um, especially if you're actively using it, then it's worthwhile. Uh, and that way, you can. You, I think it's up to like a two or three hour limit. It might be a three hour limit. But that you way, can do both. Everyone, if, if you're hosting it, you have to have the no time limit everyone else can be using their free account and you could do it via zoom right. from, your, from your house especially if someone's not feeling good especially with weather like i was like oh great because if you guys have to cancel because we don't have a fuse we're gonna have to cancel sunday right because we won't have heat either sure so um again pray about that and let me know how you want to proceed because that would be a great option for some people because, like, I know some of the AA meetings, they're live and they are in Zoom. Right. So the people that can't physically go that night, they can still Zoom it. Yeah. And one of the other things you could do is record it or even live stream it just to that group. Because mm-hmm. if it's a private group, like you said, you don't want everybody. Right. Only the people in that group. Right. So only mm-hmm. the, you know, 
seven, twelve, whatever people right. who are part of that group will get to see it and have right. access to it. Right. Um, and because someone may be like, hey, I, I legitimately couldn't make it. I had to work late, or I was sick. Right. Or like the one member tonight, he does um, dialysis. He's uh, mm. in in hospitals, and he just texted us. Um, he got he's tied up at the hospital tonight. Mm. You know, so. This would be something where they could go back later in the right. group yeah. and say, yeah. hey, whole conversations in the group. Yeah. All right. Well, let me uh, pray for us because we're about to sure. run into okay. your time. God, thank you so much again for Adam and Heather for their commitment uh, and their faithfulness, uh, first and foremost to you, um, to their salvation, to their sobriety, and to the members of this small group. And to their community, to reaching out and helping others experiencing you and what you can help them do and through. We pray that you continue to bless all the members who show up. Bless those who are thinking about coming. Prick their hearts so that they might see what could be accomplished in their lives by experiencing this small group, this conversation, and this community that Adam and Heather have put together. God, we thank you and praise you. I pray that they have an awesome conversation and meeting tonight. Uh, And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Floyd. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys.